Hi, welcome to episode number 10 of Fashionpreneur Talk with Yutana Styling Podcast. My name is Sandra Mateo Yari, and I am a fashion stylist and business consultant. This podcast is about having genuine conversations about fashion entrepreneurship and getting your questions answered. Remember, you can always send us your questions to info at gitanastyling.com. Gitana is G-I-T-A-N-A styling.com. You can rename, remain anonymous, or you can share your name, business, and website with us, and we will be happy to share it with our listeners. We also want to invite you to hang out with us inside our free Facebook group, the Fashion Entrepreneur Club Hangout. In there, we host online events, share tips, and talk about how to grow successful fashion businesses. So today is episode number 10, and we are going to talk with our guest, <laughs> Jane Kawa from Northern Clover. So welcome, welcome, Jane, to our podcast. Thank you for being here with me today. Um, Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great to have you here. Um, tell me a little bit about you and what you do. Well, I came to the United States at the end of 2012, you know, and looking at how wonderful this country is, you know, I figured this is like the great place I could um, actually start my business, which has always been something that I wanted to do. So that gave me the opportunity and I started my business back in February 2015 and I guess the rest is history. Okay, amazing. When did you know you wanted to start a business in fashion and how, how did that happen? Well, I know I wanted to start a business and then that's when I figure out, you know, I have to look at the strengths I have in my life, you know, what I'm passionate about. I'm passionate about a whole bunch of things and fashion is definitely one of them. And I kind of just started my business looking at um, design for jewelry. That didn't really work out too well. So I pivot and look at something else, which is apparel. Because when I start approaching stores to carry my jewelry, um, I figured that, you know, the main focus of what they sell is actually apparel, not jewelry. And so that's when I decided to shift to that. And looking at that, you know, I realized in the fashion industry, a huge problem has always been cash flow so I thought okay how do I center my business around addressing that problem for my stores mm -hmm. okay awesome and let me ask you now looking back where you are now and where you were in the beginning how do you see the evolution of the business like you just mentioned a little bit mm -hmm. right now with the jewelry and then that and your personal uh, evolution like who you were back then mm -hmm. and who you are right now well I've worked like one in 20 years of my life as a management consultant uh, specializing in supply chain, which has always been, you know, um, looking at how I can bring product from Asia to the US or Europe, you know, fastest possible, cheapest po possible. So um, I always thought, you know, I know the ins and outs of like a business since I'm a business consultant. Mm -hmm. So it's been a very humbling experience for me when I start my business that, hey, you know, I don't know this, I don't know that. But the beauty of it is that you get to learn all these things when you start your business. But I, I guess my only advice is like, you know, take your, um, take your time to learn, but don't take a long time to do that. Yeah. Yes. So go, let's go deeper in those things. Because I think when we start the business, we first realize we don't, don't know anything, even mm -hmm. though we thought we knew stuff. We, we really <laughs> yeah. don't know anything. Exactly. It's a whole new journey. And it can be a journey like you start fighting with yourself, I think, you know, uh -huh. in a lot of things. Yeah. And with time, you notice like, I shouldn't fight. I was just to go with the flow, get some uh -huh. support and keep on going. So what are those things um, that you think we should definitely do mm -hmm. to make sure we get to the other side? 
I think the one thing that everyone should look at is like to figure out themselves and say what are you really really good at you know because we're not definitely not good at everything so if you look at a business objectively you know perhaps you're very good at sales you know perhaps you're very good at product design perhaps you're very good at managing people uh, perhaps you're very good at um, you know maybe accounting you <laughs> know some people are good at that yeah so I look at numbers and also figure out what you're really good at and then narrow down and say okay this is the chunk that I'm going to focus on and then for the rest of the things you know you start trying to outsource that to different people because after outsourcing things to different people and um, and if you realize that you know you cannot make the business work and that's when you have to you have to change something would have to change or else you know nothing um you're not going to miraculously see your business improve mm-hmm. so um i think that's probably the most important thing mm-hmm. okay awesome and we all know that especially in entrepreneurship there's ups and downs mm-hmm. and you know one day you're like oh i love i get mm-hmm. to do this and mm-hmm. i love that i you know doing this and that and then the next day you are like why did i start this what mm-hmm. am i doing am i yeah. insane so how do you keep yourself motivated I think at the end of the day, we have to figure out, you know, like um, having ups and downs, you know, in a business is very normal. It happens to everyone, just like in your social life, you know, your personal life, you know, you have ups and downs too. Um, So I guess it's important to understand and to have that emotional maturity when it comes to such things, you know, understand that, you know, when you, when you do have downs, you know, it doesn't mean that you have to let it go all the way down and go with it. Yeah. Um, and then when you have ups, you know, um, just ride it and make sure that, you know, that day you sleep at 2 a.m. and make it stretch it out, yeah. you know, because every day we yes. wake up, you know, say, for example, I wake up with like 100% or sometimes I wake up with 50%, yes. you know, and maybe, maybe the objective of a day that you wake up 50% is to, you know, is to hang on to as much as that 50% and not let it drop more. Yes. And hopefully maybe you can increase it a little. So give yourself that opportunity to look at that and to be very mindful Mm -hmm. of like how you start your day. I think that's really important. You know, because we don't wake up every day like feeling inspired or like thinking that we've made the right choice Mm -hmm. to be an entrepreneur. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Mm -hmm. I was thinking the other day, don't to me, like I was like, when I was in my nine to five, uh-huh. you know, you wake up some days and you really don't want to go to work, exactly, right? Yeah. And you, because you have a boss, because mm-hmm. you have customers, because mm-hmm. whatever it is, you jump in the shower, you get yeah. ready, you take, mm-hmm. your, you know, you try to do something special, maybe have yeah, a, have, exactly. grab a coffee in your favorite coffee shop, mm-hmm. do something, get yourself there. And then the, the day goes on yeah. and maybe in an hour you're feeling great or yeah. maybe something happened. So I feel like we have to keep reminding ourselves this is a commitment we mm-hmm. made to this thing and try to be nicer with ourselves, right? Yeah, exactly. Try to be a little bit more compassionate. Yeah, <laughs> but sometimes not too nice because yeah. like if you just, you know, like, I, you know, like I have, I need to have like a self-love day, yeah. you know, a, a self-care day, yeah. you know, but be mindful that, you know, you don't spend like the whole week doing all of that, 100%. you know, and to, to, and sometimes I also feel that, you know, um, self-care and self-whatever, you know, um, is sometimes some of these things take way too much time. Yeah, yes, you know, so yes, like, yes. You have to be mindful of that as well, yes. you know, like try and, try and look at your days and yeah. like, 
you know the hours that you have in a day and say you know how productive am I today yeah and be very objective about it and say okay you know like how can you expect your business to really grow and excel yeah if you're gonna if spend you're like you know, the time <laughs> you know four hours doing self-care I you agree know, um yeah so. I agree yeah I've noticed for me for example I remember when I just started I would just I wake up, take a shower, mm-hmm. go on my desk, and then I will work till 11 at night, and uh-huh. then I, up to the point that I was devastated, right? Yeah. <laughs> and then I realized, you know, self-care might not be, I have to go to the spa and spend exactly. $200 exactly. and spend uh-huh. four hours there. Yeah. Maybe it's just, you know, making sure that I have my three meals, you know, exactly. like have lunch and have, you know, yeah. take my time. So uh-huh. I agree 100% with you. It yeah. has been like, a, you know, yeah. those switch switches and then sometimes you get to be more luxurious and Mm -hmm. sometimes less okay awesome uh my other question was what about community how the role of community in terms of you having support from people Mm -hmm. and then community of building a community for your clients how tell me a little bit about that um but i think okay maybe let's put it look at it in two areas um the local community and then the other one is your i would say your professional national community uh-huh. currently i sell to more than i would say 260 stores you know in the U- united states and canada mm-hmm. so in terms of like professional community um i always have to look out on what are my best sellers and looking at you know um maybe for some people they tell me you know like hey you know i sell really well for a specific product Mm -hmm. and if that product really works for them what are the complementing products that i have in my other skus Mm -hmm. that could benefit them as well Mm -hmm. so uh keep on you know being on the lookout of like what would really benefit your customers Mm -hmm. and then be always be you know like um make it easy for other people to do business with you so if things doesn't work for them Mm -hmm. do exchanges yeah you know uh if somehow you know like something is um you know during shipping something is damaged Mm -hmm. understand that you know like in instances like that the only acceptance that your customer can have is an exchange yes or a refund yes you know so try and put yourself in their shoes and say you know how do i become that um you know that um that manufacturer that my stores mm-hmm. would love to work with mm-hmm. and then with that you know um i think it's really hard for uh, for stores to really not think of you when they think of like what is a fantastic store mm-hmm. fantastic brand i can work with mm-hmm. so local community i think um it's important that when you run a business to have fun mm-hmm. and there's no better way i can think of to have fun than to be part of your local community because yes. the local community are people who interact with you you know and um, being part of the Arizona fashion community you know understanding that y- you know too you know it's such yeah. a small community yeah. you know like we kind of like you know we mentioned a brand everyone kind of like know Knows, who they are yeah. <laughs> you know so um, so definitely you know like the local community uh, there isn't a very strong one uh-huh. so I think everyone should do their part to Uh, to improve the local community that we have over here. Mm-hmm. Okay, and yeah. what? How do you see that jump from the local to the let's say national, international people who are very uh-huh. present online, for uh-huh. example? Yeah. How do? What do you think about that? Um, I would say like for local community, people are interested to know your product. People are interested to have fun with your product mm-hmm. and all. But I would say professional community, you know they just want to make money yeah. you know so uh in most cases over here you know you have to make sure that when you put out a product 
that they are able to make money and be successful with your brand. Mm-hmm. So that on that part, they're very transactional. You know, mm-hmm. you don't have to. You know, they you don't have to be a best friend. You just have to be a good business partner to them. Yeah. And then for the local community, you know, I just think you know, for, for me at least, the way I approach it is like you know, just want to have fun with people. Yes. And uh, and sometimes you know the strangest things do happen. You know, <laughs> I get introduced to. To people, you know, who could, um, yeah, like for example, I did a video over the weekend, and there's this lady I met randomly from like, mm-hmm. uh, an event, you know, and mm-hmm. that's from me going out and knowing my community. So. Yes, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. and then that, I mean, nowadays with social media and everything, I think it has a ripple effect with you know contacting exactly. and connecting with other people who have uh-huh. similar interests online, of course, and exactly. the rest of the world. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. Well, my last question. Well, my yeah, two more. Okay. The the other one is what about sales in my community the people I talk to all the time the people I help mm-hmm. there's this taboo about you know being salesy and mm-hmm. you know being pushy mm-hmm. and people are very afraid of being that person mm-hmm. um, and I tell them but you don't have to be that person exactly. right mm-hmm. um, but what would you say to those uh, fashion entrepreneurs out mm-hmm. there who are trying to really make money but they're struggling with the sales conversations mm-hmm. and that kind of thing okay so I think the easiest way is to figure out like for example who likes your product yeah. you know I think that's really key. everyone talks about like you know know your audience know your audience but do you really know them so like yeah. for example you could be a new brand and nobody knows you but you know what every one of us we trust certain people mm-hmm. right so for example maybe the person that you have to convince is not your end customer maybe the people that you have to convince are the store owners or the stylists working in those stores so in other words you know you tell them about your product Mm -hmm. they're convinced of it they know what it is Mm -hmm. they know what are the advantages it is for their clients Mm -hmm. people only sell what they understand and uh, you know and what they see and what they like so I think that is the most important part you know I think is kind of missing I think a lot of times we try to we try to approach the and consumer consumer directly and to get them to buy and Mm -hmm. you have to understand that you're a completely new brand nobody knows you you know and nobody might actually nobody might even trust you you know unless you're talking about you know your close friends your close family people who know you really well but then again you cannot you cannot run a business based on that you know based on personal relationships Um, it has to be more on a professional level and it has to be more of like um it has to be numbers driven yeah. okay mm-hmm. so partnering with people who already have a relationship with uh-huh. people yeah. who are your end customer exactly. and especially when you're starting out mm-hmm. as you keep yeah. growing I, I, would, I would suggest you know um, now random thought to my head do trunk shows you know like yeah. go up to someone and say you know when you approach a store you know like approach a store with your best products you know yeah. that you know that is your best seller and if they do not like it sometimes number one is Maybe not at that point, you know, you, you maybe you approach them at a morning that you know, yeah. they don't feel too well, yeah. you know, or like, you know, or maybe it could not be the right fit to their customers. So, um, so look at, look at, you know, whether it's one or one of these factors mm-hmm. and then you're going to come across some stores are going to like it a little bit more and then you might say, hey, you know, let's do a trunk show on this date mm-hmm. or let me leave these things here for like a week. I'll come back and get it. So these are the things that you could you could figure out, you know, whether whether, you know, people actually like your product. Sometimes yeah. I think we have to be uh, realistic about things and maybe, mm-hmm. you know, whatever that we have, maybe nobody likes it. I yeah. mean I've launched products where like I think it's the 
best thing since like sliced bread and nobody likes it yeah you know yeah. nobody bought it so yeah um and then for stores if they cannot have sales with something mm-hmm. obviously they're not gonna they're yeah gonna go for it yeah. i think it goes back to what you mentioned of them but that maturity emotional mm-hmm. maturity mm-hmm. it took me a while to separate myself from the job mm-hmm. because you know that's that's who you are right you yeah. attach your identity to that but then you start realizing like also this is a business mm-hmm. and if i want to serve my audience it's yeah. not what i think they need is what they really need and exactly. not even maybe what they want yeah right mm-hmm. so okay awesome awesome advice uh, jane where can people find you where can they connect with you if they want to learn more about you about your amazing brand okay they can go on northern clover so um northern clover is an n-o-r-t-h-e-r-n c-l-o-v-e-r.com i go by that name you know on facebook on instagram so um yeah check it out you know add me i'll add you too you know? <laughs> so yeah that's how you find me uh, awesome. i'll share I, all the links yeah primarily i don't do any online sales because um uh you know all of my sales is actually driven through stores so i primarily work through showrooms uh-huh. in different locations in mm-hmm. the u.s mm-hmm. you know i work through primarily through my own entity in scottsdale as well as through my showroom in los angeles in Atlanta as well as New York so those are my three main sales areas okay and I also do a lot of trade shows glo- um, nationally okay so that's also a very important thing you know is that investment in your business mm-hmm. so that's something that people have to be prepared for because I do like almost like 20 trade shows a year wow so that I can constantly put my product and my mm. brand out there mm-hmm. and I would say each trade show is going to run you like a few hundred up to a few thousand mm-hmm. so this something that people have to factor in you know for their business but i don't recommend it at the beginning but that is something you have to sign up for Mm -hmm. when your brand grows okay yeah and my last question for someone who's listening who's just starting out who maybe graduated in fashion they went to a fashion institute or something Mm -hmm. they don't really know what to do they're scared what would you what would your advice be for them i would say you know like come out with your best products and see whether people um people really get your best products you know because people might think that hey you know those best products are really amazing they go for it then great if they don't go for it um then you know relook at that and see whether you know it's something missing or something okay so always keep an open mind Mm -hmm. and be okay Mm -hmm. amazing well thank you so much um that is it for today um Uh is there anything else you wanted to add um, no, that's uh, that's basically it, you know. And thank you for listening. Sandra is a fantastic individual, so uh, so I'm so glad you to too. be part of this. <laughs> thank you, thank Jane. You. Um, well, that it's all for today. I hope this was helpful to you. If you like this podcast, please let me know. Send me an email, a message, or share it with someone who might like it too. Also, if you have a moment, please subscribe to our podcast to show your support. Thank you so much for listening and hanging out with us today. I hope you have a fantastic rest of your week. Bye-bye, guys.